You know what they say, where focus goes, energy flows. So there is no surprise that I'm talking so much about careers lately. And see, when faced with a choice in a career, people think of the holy triangle, <laughs> which is work-life balance, let's say you have this at the left-hand side, bottom, on the right-hand side you have a high salary, a high pay, and on top of it, you basically have fulfillment or feeling that the work that you're doing is meaningful. Uh, those are interchangeable, right? So, I'm here to tell you that it's not necessarily like that in the real world. I've seen countless of jobs which hit all of those three spots and uh, at least 10 times as much uh, where the job literally hits none of the spots, right? You can have a career which is not meaningful, doesn't pay much in comparison to... See, that's the interesting part, because there's always a correlation between the work-life balance and the salary. That's what the knowledge tells you. Um, it's not always like that, but 80% of the cases, that's true, right? But the other 20% of the cases is, uh, for example, in AI, right? Or in uh, fields that such as medical engineering, right? In fields which are on, um, in high demand, obviously, and on the brink of a larger adoption, okay? Those are the fields which are basically paying more than they should for the job that they're doing. That's what it means to have a high salary. People don't think about this too often. A high, a high salary doesn't mean that you're earning lots of money. Let's say you're working 60 hours a week, right? If you're working 60 hours a week and you're earning, let's say, 1,800 bucks, right? Well, imagine that somebody is working 20 hours a week and it's earning $1,000. Which person earns more for their time? The person who's working 20 hours. The person who's working 20 hours earns way more per each hour, okay? So that's the thing. That's why I believe this triangle is flawed, to be fair, because if you are trying to measure certain things and they're so highly correlated, they will explain themselves up to a certain point. And I don't know what the correlation is, to be fair, between a high, sal high salary and the work-life balance. But I would guess it's at least 0.3 or 0.4, right? So at least 40% of, um, let's say, the salary can explain the work-life balance. That's the truth of it. It's another sophism that you are making your own work-life balance. And that's... I would argue not entirely true. Your work-life balance is very dependent on the role that you have and the amount of work that you have to put in and the people who you're reporting to. It, in very rare occasions, you're reporting to nobody, right? Even if you're an owner, you're still somehow, I mean, you should report your employees to offer them a bigger picture. And I mean, you're not reporting in the same sense as you would report to a manager who ranks higher than you but you still have to let your, uh, let's say, top managers know what are the challenges 
in which areas you would want to improve uh, where maybe you're spending too much time or too much money too much resources right um, they have to know and there's also this there is always actually this communication right so I think the problem isn't that if you want fulfillment and a high salary you have to sacrifice the work-life balance and I believe that you don't have to sacrifice a high salary for good work-life balance and meaningful work because you can have good work-life balance but work can be meaningless and uh, the salary I don't know maybe if you have good work work-life balance sorry it means that you're probably earning an amount that's proportional to your impact because if you have a good work-life balance it means that you're probably thinking of a typical 9 to 5 where at the end of the day you're just closing your laptop and you're going home and you don't care which means that you're working for 8 hours each day a person who's maybe earning twice as much has a way higher amount of responsibility that amount of responsibility puts that person in a certain stress and they're also working more they're working maybe 12 hours each day or at least 10 hours each day right and that adds up by the end of the week they're gonna work at least I would say 10 to 20 hours more than you do right in this case you would say are they sacrificing the life balance for a higher salary I don't know if that's the truth right because you get paid for what you provide that's what we don't understand we don't get paid for the amount of hours you get paid for the amount of value that you're bringing in that should be the truth in a regular market in a market like <coughs> sorry such as Adam Smith would present them but obviously the markets are not perfect and they're not that free okay so what it means is that you might be able to earn more if you change the city right have you ever thought of that like if you live in a capital city then it means that there are a lot of people going there who are willing to take a pay cut just to be in the capital city there are, there are people because i don't know why we have this mentality that moving to a capital city means a step further in your career it's most of the time does but it's not like you cannot advance your career being a regional manager right why would you take people usually go for a lesser role in the capital city rather than going outside that city which is interesting okay um i myself was born in the capital city and see i i find this resistance when i'm thinking of moving away but it's also a matter of the money like for me living in capital city having my house blah blah i don't have to pay rent i would have to pay rent if i'd move anywhere in the country and that wouldn't make sense but if i would work abroad that would make sense because the money that i would get as an extra could cover my rent right but it would only make sense to do this sort of sacrifice living away from my friends from uh basically the people that i love it would make sense if the if the work would be indeed meaningful right if i would have my calling and i would go for it then it would make sense to move 
that's one thing and the second thing the incentives it's in the end it's an equation that you have to somehow fill I've been offered a position that I absolutely loved but the pay would equal to me having a worse situation and the worst living standard and yes you can do that while you're young and I'm definitely young and I would definitely encourage people that are willing to do so to go for it but for me that would have been a huge hit in my morale I'd have to live basically on half of the income that I do right now and I realized that's not something that I want to do I've done that as a student I've done that for three four years it didn't amount to anything meaningful maybe because I didn't understand certain things back then which I understand right now but see that's the thing you cannot simplify and only say that hey if you have those three categories you have to pick two of them and that's how you choose your dream job it's it's not working right again I believe work should be meaningful you should be paid an amount that you feel you're entitled and now entitled is a, a terrible word not entitled to that you feel you're worth right um, and then you should also have periods of calmness right you cannot work in a high stress environment for a period of let's say 10 years it's not possible it's gonna take a massive toll on your health and to be fair I've been in such environments and I left because I realized that I eventually started to resent it in construction you usually work at least 10-11 hours each day and uh, by the, the time when I was working that was fine for me because I was living abroad and I was in a new city I didn't know that many people but and that was fine and I created this <coughs> sorry I created this standard for myself so I can work daily for 11 hours and I'm not feeling upset about it right 11 12 hours it's fine for me but it has to be my choice to do so the thing is that if you're writing in my contract I'm paying you for eight hours and I and then you tell me that I have to work for 12 that's not gonna be doing it for me I, I hope you can find you can see the small tiny differences that make or break a good job choice a good uh, career decision right um, I think it's a lot of trial and error once you have a few jobs that you want a few careers I would say that you want to pursue go for it and try them two three years see if that works for you you can try and change your career until you're 30 35 after 35 I believe that gets increasingly hard right but until then just go for it because you cannot know like there are so many variables the people that you're working with the materials that you're working with the location I don't know there are 
so many things and each person has their own list, right? I know people that really love to have a private office and they refuse to work in open spaces. For them, it's a must. You have to find your musts, right? And then look at the job offer and whatnot, see if that suits you. And if it covers, if you have, let's say 10 musts, if it covers seven out of 10, that's pretty reasonable. If it covers two or three out of 10, I wouldn't go for it. I wouldn't go for it. That's it, that's the truth. Have a ranking system, right? You have those 10 musts and you basically allow one point for each must, right? And then maybe some musts are partially uh, covered and then you get a 0.5 or a 0.3 or 0.8, whatever. And you end up with a score, right? Again, a score between zero and four, I would argue it's too low. Zero and four, it's too low. Between four and seven, you should consider it, right? Anything above seven to nine, I think you're safe to try it and you should try it. If it's nine or above, <laughs> my God, why are we having this conversation, right? So this is a system that I believe it helps. I, I'm, I'm a guy of lists, right? I'm a guy that takes a pretty sizable amount of time to make a decision when the decision impacts so much of my future. A third of your life or maybe more is going to be spent working on your career. If you're thinking of it, you're spending as much time on your career as you're spending on eating plus eating, sorry I said eating twice, eating plus sleeping plus taking care of yourself like going to the gym. Right? And then you're left with what? You're left with four hours, four hours that you have either to go out and uh, or to improve yourself, right? This is where the balance comes in for me. Balance for me means, you know what? I'm going out three days out of those seven and four days I'm working on myself. You can have a different balance, right? But that means that you know that you have a certain sleeping schedule, a certain working schedule, and then you just allow yourself to have certain hobbies, certain passions, but don't allow your meaning to stem only from those passions. Meaning has to stem from your career as well, because in the best, in the best case scenario, if you're not going out, if you're not doing anything else, if you're a monk or whatever, you're gonna spend at most half of the time that you're spending in your career on your hobbies. At most, it's never like that. It's at best a quarter. If you're spending 400,000 hours on your career, you're at most gonna spend 100,000 uh, 100, hours on your hobby, right? So the impact, you have four times less time, right? <laughs> I, I, I got, um, I got, uh, a really windy explanation but that's how it works the meaning that you create with a job will have a way higher chance to affect the larger picture than what you can do with a hobby and I've seen people that have done amazingly well with their hobbies but at some point that hobby becomes their career otherwise they cannot advance with it anything else it's to be fair a dream so I'm hoping this was useful for you and I know it is always useful for me to share my thoughts with you. Thank you for listening to this. 
I know I went for some really long, long audios, but I, I just love talking about these kind of subjects and I hope the fact that I'm passionate about them comes across to you as well. I'm wishing you a lovely day, a lovely weekend, and we're gonna hear each other again soon.